slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and be a part of the Locked On Islanders family. We're talking all things New York Islanders here and every day on this show. Lots to discuss on today's program, including the glut of forwards the Islanders appear to have. We'll talk about that, what it means. We'll also analyze the season and the future of Anders Lee, the captain with the New York Islanders organization. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more to discuss on today's show. Don't forget, you need more hockey news and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's start with this. Uh, Obviously, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you've got a question, a comment, maybe subject you'd like us to talk about on the show, shoot us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, uh, we're happy to mention you on the show, first name only, uh, when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings once the free agent moves become official, once the uh, trades that may or may not happen do occur. We'll be there to give you all the latest information about it. So, let's start with what's going on at Forward. And we touched on it a little bit during the Wednesday midweek show. But we didn't talk a lot about it. And right now, it appears that the Islanders have roughly 17 NHL caliber forwards available on their record when on their roster rather and you really don't need 17 you could only dress 12 in a game I would say you want 14 maybe 15 uh with a couple of guys being healthy scratches and maybe going down to the minors to get ice time and rotating in and out of the lineup whatever the case may be but right now uh it looks like and we don't have official word yet but all the rumors and all the uh, clues and sources that I've heard from, Kyle Palmieri will be back. Casey Sezikis, back. Travis Zajac, probably back. Zach Parise, going to join the Islanders. Looks like Michael Dalcole and Anatoly Golishev have probably signed new deals. Richard Panic 
has now joined the Islanders in the Nick Letty trade. You've got Ross Johnston still on the roster. Otto Koivula, Kiefer Bellows, and Leo Komarov. That gives you 16, maybe 17 players who have at least some NHL experience or or NHL caliber. You know, Golishev spent eight seasons in the KHL, hasn't played in North America yet, but still uh, clearly you know, more of a veteran than a rookie in the, in the professional sense. So what does this mean? You assume if you have a healthy Anders Lee uh, added to this mix and you have, you know, your Bavilliers and your, uh, your Barzals and the Nelson and, and Bailey and, you know, you go through the, the regular lineup, you got too many quality forwards here. And you still need to replace Letty on the blue line. But you look up and down the roster, you still really want to add at least one more bona fide goal scorer. You lost Jordan Eberle. And, you know, you need to replace your top line wing. Mostly what this seems to point to, in my mind, is that there will be one or more trades made by Lou Lamorello before the start of training camp and certainly before the start of the season. Uh, That will keep Islander fans on their toes, will keep things busy during the offseason once these trades are actually made. But, you know, my concern when you look at the roster right now, there are too many guys who are kind of similar players. Do you really need Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, and Zach Parise? Five years ago, that would have been, you know, potentially a top line. Uh, Or at least any one of them could have been components of a top line. But right now, they're realistically third-line guys. Second, maybe Palmieri can slide up to the second line at best. Do you really need... Kamarov, Dal Cole, and Ross Johnston all in your lineup. Again, it seems like the Islanders have a lot of bottom six forwards, third line guys, uh, who do the same thing. And look, after three years of watching Lou Lamorello do his thing for the Islanders, And seeing him work his magic in New Jersey and do, you know, what he did with the Maple Leafs as well, you you learn to give him a certain amount of trust, a certain amount of respect, a certain amount of, uh, you know, faith that, yeah, Lou Lamorello knows what he's doing. But right now, there's too many guys, not enough space, and moves are going to have to be made because... You want a guy like Otto Koivula uh, and Kiefer Bellows, one of them at least, to come in, step up, take that next step, and fortify the lineup. You don't need all of these guys who really are grinders, checkers, uh, you know, third-line guys. Assuming Sezikis resigns and you have Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck, 
That's your fourth line. That's the identity line. That's the line this team is sort of, you know, thrives on, patterned after, the inspiration for the team. All well and good. But then you've got nine candidates for three spots on the third line, and we haven't even mentioned J.G. Pajot, who centers that third line. So, clearly some changes are coming. We just don't know exactly what they're going to be. And hopefully, it brings the Islanders the two things they really are looking for right now. In fact, it better bring the Islanders the two things they're looking for. And that is a left-handed defenseman to replace Nick Letty, whether it's on the second pair or third. You know, if Noah Dobson is ready to step up, maybe it could be a third-pair guy. And then you need a first-line winger. And whether that's a Tarasenko or somebody similar, uh, you really want to improve the team by adding someone who can give you that 30-plus goals a season and take your offense to the next level. We'll keep an eye on it. Lots more coming during this offseason, even though it's off to kind of a quiet start, at least as far as free agency is concerned. When we come back, we will look at the season that Anders Lee had and what impact his absence had on the team and his future with the Islanders. We've got that, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. In fact, it's headed toward the pennant races, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. The Olympics are wrapping up this weekend. You've also got preseason NFL football back, soccer action, lots of things you can bet on. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. At Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. So we continue our player-by-player look at the New York Islanders roster. We analyze their season, their playoff performance, and their future with the franchise. And today, uh, we're going to take a look at the captain, Anders Lee, and what he was able to do this year, obviously in limited action. Lee had played the first 27 games for the Islanders, had 12 goals, 19 points, was a plus 11. And look, let's face this fact. The Islanders never adequately replaced Anders Lee. Not only did they miss his production, but no one else on the team really has his full skill set. And here's what I'm talking about. Lee is six foot three, roughly 235 pounds. He is big. He is strong. He is capable of getting in front of the net, creating screens, disrupting the goalie's concentration, getting tip-ins, rebounds, doing those things that, you know, really help 
a team score goals. He is also, obviously, a big part of the Islanders' power play. And with his line mates, Matthew Barzal and Jordan Eberle, he gave the Islanders a reliable first line. Once Lee was injured, there was nobody capable of replacing him in the lineup. And they tried briefly Kiefer Bellows. They tried Oliver Wallstrom, I think, a couple of games or at least parts of games. They tried Uncle Leo. They tried Kyle Palmieri. They tried Travis Zajac. Nobody even came close to giving the Islanders what Anders Lee gives them offensively, especially. On the power play, Matt Martin even had some shifts where he would get in front of the goal and try to play that Anders Lee role. And while Martin has the size and the tenacity uh, and is difficult to move from out in front of the goal, he doesn't have the hands of Anders Lee, who had, you know, a 34-goal season in 2016-2017 and a 40-goal season in 2017-2018. Now, if we take his statistics and, you know, take the numbers and make it into an 82-game season, what rate was he scoring at? Well, that would be a 36.4-goal pace. So let's say 36 goals, almost 37, if you, you know, give Anders Lee a full season And, you know, then the assist level would have given him 21. So, you know, we're talking about roughly a uh, 59 or 60-point season with 36 goals. That would have been, you know, a pretty impressive campaign. Again, that would have been 36 goals would have been in the second highest total of his career, and he would have been able to do it while playing in that Lula Amorello, Barry Trotz, defense first system. Three of his 12 goals came on the power play, as did uh, one of his assists. Obviously, uh, you need Anders Lee back and you need him healthy. And we really didn't even talk about the leadership qualities that Anders Lee brings. And those are tough to quantify. It's not like you could sit there and say, yes, Uh, Anders Lee's presence would have meant two extra games won or five extra games won. But I can tell you this, um, Anders Lee is a leader. And while he was in the locker room and traveling with the team during the playoffs, not the same when you're not on the ice as far as the ability to add leadership. So it's definitely something that this team needs. It's definitely something that this team missed. And fortunately, it looks like the Islanders will be getting Anders Lee back. He's supposed to be ready and healthy for training camp. And that, quite honestly, is going to make a big difference for the New York Islanders. Not having Anders Lee available in the playoffs, yeah, it meant Palmieri and Zajac were acquired They wouldn't have been added to the roster if Lee would have been healthy. But it also meant that the offense wasn't quite the same. And quite honestly, 
since the Islanders fell one goal short of tying Game 7 of the conference final this past year against Tampa Bay. Does Anders Lee get them that goal and maybe an overtime goal? Or the does the presence of Anders Lee tilt that series in favor of the Islanders? Can't say for sure, but I'll put it to you this way. It's very possible. It is very possible that Anders Lee, a healthy, productive Anders Lee, makes enough of a difference for the Islanders to face the Canadiens in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And look, I can speculate till I'm blue in the face. At the end of the day, he wasn't there. They fell a goal short, lost game seven, one to nothing, and we move on. But for the coming season, very little doubt in my mind, Lee will be back. He will be on the top line along with Matthew Barzal, and we still don't know who that third player will be. Will Palmieri get another chance? Will Wallstrom get a chance? Or, as I believe, will it be that player who is not yet on the roster who will have a chance to step in? Either way, getting Anders Lee back, getting 25, 30 goals from him over the course of a season, getting the leadership that you get from Anders Lee will be invaluable to the Islanders in the upcoming season. And look, Lee is 31 years old. He will remain 31 throughout the season. He's a July, uh, you know, born in July. But, you know, he still has several good years left to give the New York Islanders, and hopefully we will see more uh, of a healthy, productive Anders Lee in the coming season. It is critical for the Islanders to have Lee back in the lineup. When we come back, we've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, I am a hockey expert, not a car expert, and that's why I turn to rockauto.com. You know, chain stores, they have different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics, and you may pay more for the same part, but not at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everyone, and they are reliably low. It's a family-owned business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and you can go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need, whether it's engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. And whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And did you know all the delicious flavors they have? There literally is something for everyone. Listen to these great flavors. Double chocolate, raspberry, strawberry, German chocolate, cherry barcia, salted caramel, and my personal favorite, cookies and cream. It's sweet. It's creamy. It's tasty. And look, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can pick up a mixed box and they'll send you two of each of the nine permanent flavors. And not only are Built Bar 
really great tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 or 5 grams of sugar, and 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. All flavors, tasty, amazing, and healthy. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we're going to go back to, well, the late 1980s, very early 1990s. We're going to wish a very happy 58th birthday. Uh, It's Saturday is the actual birthday to former Islanders forward Yubi McDonough, the native of Manchester, New Hampshire, was not drafted, uh, played at St. Anselm's College, for three years and then came up through the L.A. Kings organization in 1988-89, made his NHL debut with the Kings, but by midway through the 1989-90 season, U.B. McDonough was a New York Islander. That was uh, his best season with the team. He played 54 games for the Islanders that year, scoring 18 goals and 29 points, and for the whole season, He had 21 goals and 36 points in 76 games. The following year, he came back to the Islanders again in 1990-91. 52 games, 6 goals, 12 points. In 1991-92, he had 7 goals and 9 points in 33 games. And then he was off to the San Jose Sharks for the 1992-93 season. Finished his career in the minors in both the IHL and the AHL, only played in 195 career NHL games, 40 goals, 66 points, five playoff games, all with the Islanders back in 1989-90, and yes, he did score one playoff goal. We're going to look at one of UB McDonough's best games with the Islanders, January 27, 1990, at the Nassau Coliseum, the Pittsburgh Penguins are in town to face the New York Islanders. Hall of Famer Tom Barrasso gets the start for Pittsburgh. Mark Fitzpatrick, the starting netminder for the Islanders. And this game ended up being pretty high scoring. It was Brad Lauer getting the Islanders on the board just 18 seconds into the game. The assists to our Islanders' birthday of the day, UB McDonough and future Islanders GM Don Maloney. The Islanders extended their lead on a power play goal. Gilbert Delorme was in the penalty box for holding. Pat LaFontaine is 41st from Randy Wood and Pat Flatley at 423. 2-0 Islanders. Then Flatley adds to the Islander lead his 13th from Brian Trottier and Dale Henry at 1541. 3-0 Islanders, but a goal by Kevin Stevens less than a minute after the Flatley goal made it 3-1 Isles after the first period. In the second period, the Islanders shorthanded when goalie Mark Fitzpatrick was called for interference, but UB McDonough gets a shorthanded goal. His 11th, Gary Nyland and Don Maloney with the helpers at 104. Then 
Pat Flatley, a power play goal. His second of the game, 14th of the year. Jeff Norton and Randy Wood with the helpers. And then another power play goal. Doug Crossman gets this one at 10.05. His 11th, Randy Wood and Pat Flatley with the helpers. And suddenly, the Islanders had a 6-1 to lead. Then Yubi McDonough, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets his second goal of the contest, 12th of the year. Don Maloney with the helper at 10:57, 7-1 Islanders. Barrasso pulled Wendell Young inserted into the game for the Penguins. Pittsburgh gets a goal by Zarly Zalapski. Good old ZZ top. His sixth from Mario Lemieux and Paul Coffey at 17:38. But just 22 seconds later, the Islanders answer back. Pat LaFontaine is 42nd of the year. David Volok and Gerald Diddick with the assists. In the third, the team's traded goals. Kevin Stevens, his 21st from Zalapski and Lemieux at 255. And then Brian Trottier, his ninth from Pat Flatley at 1036. The Islanders dominate the game, win it by a score of 9-3. And for Hubie McDonough, our Islanders' birthday of the day, two goals, one assist, a plus three. You add four penalty minutes, and he scored his two goals, by the way, on two shots on goal. And yes, UB McDonough did get the game winner. Mark Fitzpatrick, 38 saves to earn the win. And uh, that was one of the better performances by our Islanders' birthday of the day. UB McDonough, he turns 58 on Saturday, and we wish him a happy birthday and many, many happy more. Going to be uh, an interesting situation here as soon as all of these signings and deals and everything else are announced follow us on twitter we will have all the latest for you we will be back on monday with the latest islanders news and rumors plus we will take a look at the season playoff performance and future of oliver wallstrom one of the better young players on this Islander team, so make sure you join us for that next week. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.